0: Hallelujah, Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of everlasting life. Hallelujah, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another. We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang a dirge, but you did not weep. For John the Baptist came neither eating food nor drinking wine, and you said, He's possessed by a demon. For the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and you said, Look, he's a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is vindicated by her children. The Gospel of the Lord. Good afternoon, so today we look at our scripture readings in the light of the feast of Saint Januarius and he was obviously he was made a bishop and he was persecuted by Diocletian um, and he died a martyr um, with his companions in Naples Uh, and there's where that devotion to him kind of kicked off and began because of his witness, his is living out his faith even until death. And we look at that in the saint today, Januarius, in light of the gospel, and we see in this gospel there's a sense where Jesus is a little bit (coughs) kind of frustrated, in a a good sense, frustrated that the people want Jesus to be, be who they want Jesus to be for them. It's kind of like, rather than letting Jesus be Jesus, they're like, hey, we, we want you to do this, we want you to do that, right? It's that whole idea of, hey, we play, play the flute, and you know, you didn't dance when we played the flute, meaning you didn't do, you, you weren't the Jesus we wanted you to be. You know, this is how we want the Savior to come. This is how we want to be saved. I mean, how many times do we do that, right? We, we all are guilty of it, where, you know, it's kind of like you put a quarter in, and you get out what you push the button that comes out. You get a candy bar, you get a bag of chips, you get a soda. I think sometimes we want to put a quarter in the sacred heart and out comes our cross like that's the cross i want lord i don't want that one i want that one right so we we all do this and and this is where our first reading follows very well and it's the lord saying to us through paul to the corinthians that he says when i was a child i talked like a child um I thought as a child, I reasoned as a child, but when I became a man, I put childish things aside. What is he saying? He's saying the Christian must mature in the gift of surrender. The highest form of wisdom is surrender. And if you listen to the last line of the gospel, it says, but wisdom is vindicated by all her children. So those who are wise surrender to the crosses that God gives them, not the cross we prefer. We're so used to deciding what we want, right? We go to the, to the department store, we go to the um, online, we, we click, we buy. Um, it, it, it's kind of like we want sometimes, I think, at least this is what I can do. Maybe you're not as guilty as I am, I don't know. But like I, I'll go in, it's like you go into a store and you look through the different crosses that are available. And you're like, I'll take that one and that one, but I don't really want that one, that one, and that one, right? So we want to kind of pick. Our cross. And now, you got to understand, the saints love the cross. They weren't just dragging their crosses along. And they weren't comparing crosses either. Now, in their early years, I'm sure, just like you and I, as they were childish in their approach to the cross, they probably did the same thing. Well, I don't really want this, Lord, I don't want that. But as they matured in grace and they became more and more. Like Christ, which is what the saints are, right? Like Christ, um, imaging God on earth. As they saw the power of the cross, then they took up the cross. And there were even saints that would pray for the crosses. Like, Lord, give me a cross. You know, they would pray to be martyred. They would actually, you know, the church had to kind of be cautious in the beginning because there were some people who would look forward to being martyred. Because they saw the glory of martyrdom. And there were those who were so passionate about Jesus that they actually weren't afraid to even seek it out and hope that it happens to them. So my point is, is the Holy Spirit needs to bring us from childish ways to a full Christian maturity. Now, if you look at this approach I'm offering to you that God is offering us and that I'm reflecting on with you right now, this is not something our culture understands. Um, the, the culture that we live in is uh, terrified of suffering. And if we're honest, there's a part of us that doesn't like to suffer. It's human nature. We're not designed to suffer, right? We're designed to love. So in heaven, God loves and there's no sin in heaven. But on earth, we love and there's sin on earth. Therefore, there's suffering in our loving right look at jesus right he loved until death and he says to us take up your cross and follow me he doesn't say drag your cross along he says take it up and follow after me now it's so important i think again that we realize that the cross is how god molds us and forms us into those saints that god wants to make us and this is where spiritual warfare at the heart of the christian life spiritual warfare always happens most violently, if you will, most difficultly, around Calvary. And because of our baptism, when I'm suffering, it's not me who lives, it's Christ who suffers through my body. Wouldn't it be powerful if when you were suffering or when I was suffering and we were carrying that cross, which God, by the way, made the crosses that I'm to carry, He made them for my shoulder. They won't fit on your shoulder. They're mine. And yours are yours and mine is mine, perfectly crafted by God so that you and I can grow into the saints we're called to be. Because the cross is the school of love, isn't it? The cross is the, the, the school of learning how to be selfless, learning how to enter into my baptism, which is me living Christ crucified. And again, this takes eyes of faith. Lord, open my eyes to see you, open my ears to hear you. But when we're baptized, we become body of Christ, right? So living your cross is really living the Mass. You can't separate your Christian carrying of a cross from the Holy Mass. Because you're here to draw strength and grace from the heart of Jesus so that we can become more and more like the heart of Jesus. the way we handle the particular crosses that we are given by God now God's not out to make us suffer but he is out to make us saints because of our sin because of the world we live in because of our challenges we will have suffering in our lives but I just want to encourage you today let's ask Saint Januarius to help us as it says love never fails even when you don't feel God he's with you he's with us love never fails and you could You know, love is patient, love is kind. You know, all of these words, jealous. It's not jealous or pompous or inflated or rude. But again, when the cross comes our way, these are the moments when we gotta be on guard. Put on your armor when you got your cross because prepare, because the devil knows that the cross has the potential to form you and I into other Christ's saints. And the cross isn't just about making me a saint. The crosses that were designed for my shoulders is also designed to help me share in Jesus' redemptive mission to bring others, as well as my own soul, to be with him forever and eternity. And so when you're carrying your cross, maybe ask the Holy Spirit to give you the mind of Jesus. You know, put on the mind of Christ because there's the old part of us that wants to pull us into the flesh whining complaining pull us into i don't understand this i don't know why which it's not bad to be we got to be honest with god we don't want to like pretend that we're not angry when we are but my point is is try to try to take a deep breath and and ask the holy spirit before we start getting um all fluttered and flustered that the lord's saying to me come to me he wants to He wants to lift us up onto the cross with him. And your glory, your glory in heaven will be as great as your surrender on earth to the crosses that he gives us. And my point is, is it's obviously the glory. It's not to us, but to his name be glory. That's the whole point. Our glory in heaven will be when we've been quiet and not opened our mouths, when we've been patient with others that maybe drive us times nuts or whatever it be. Um, So let's ask for these graces today.